Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Do we have a new number one contender for the Universal Championship? Do we have a new number one contender for the Raw Women's title? And are the brothers going to get back together next week? And father and son reunited. What? You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. That's right. Only one of us may be a parent in this room, but it doesn't mean we're not feeling that fatherly love with a son that he hasn't seen in 20-some years until tonight. And here we are. This is the Raw After Show on AfterBuzz TV. What's up, everybody? We got the full squad once again for you. And wow, what an eventful Raw it was. I think we all differ a little bit on how we felt about it, and I can't wait to get into it. But first things first, introductions, y'all. I'm Johnny LaQuasto at JQuasto, the man right there. He is a hilarious director at Second City. He is a wrestling encyclopedia. Follow him on Twitter, Twitter at Mark Warzeka with a C. He's Mark Warzeka. I'm so excited to be here. I wish I could hug you guys all right now like Kurt Angle hugged his new son. And you are a father. You have you have a new I, son. Yeah, yeah, I have a you I have a baby girl. I have a baby girl, fifteen months old. Except you, you yes. met her when she was born. I met her when she was born, yes. Right. So she was she a, was suplexes. Is she as good as Jason Jordan? Yeah, no, yeah. she's good. She's, she got a really DVD good teams. dragon suplex. Her Germans yeah. we're working on her German suplex. Her swantons, yeah. Like at some point. Yeah, Swanton's off the couch. Good. <laughs> Start them early. Can she do a four fifty? We're getting there. We're getting there. Off the edge of the crib. (laughs) I love it. The man next to him is a former Hollywood Heritage Champion for Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. He's worked for multiple promotions as well as SmackDown, Raw, NXT. Find him on Twitter at True Hobo. True Hobo often imitated, never duplicated. I am the one, the only, the boxcar superstar, the iron vagabond, the unbeatable homeless juggernaut. (laughs) He's the hobo. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And of course, Next to me, you can see her every single week on Marvel Movie News as well as Screen Junkies News. Follow her on Twitter and Instagram, I believe, at Marquia McCarty. She's Marquia McCarty. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Oh my god, uh, Hobo, I love your intro. It Thank makes you. me almost wish that I had had. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry for your accident that happened no. when you were younger. Mm, it makes your voice this way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's, it's you absolutely have to stellar. have a voice to match your intro. Yeah. You've got to be as big as you can be and back it up. That's right. I like this. Learning that from Enzo Amore right there. <laughs> yeah. Back it up like an ambulance into a semi. That's right. Well, someone who, <laughs> someone who always has an amazing introduction for himself, that's a man on the ones and twos who is playing this lovely ballad by Will Smith. He is Mark B. Donica. I thought you were going to say, uh, speaking of attempted murder. Yes. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I, don't know, I don't know why. Attempting yeah. to murder the ones and twos. There you go. Let's yeah. go. That's the only thing that, yeah. hey, that's water in that tank. Attempted murder is the only thing that didn't happen on Raw tonight, as a matter of fact. I think everything else. <laughs> Not about much. that last segment, though. Well. Well. 
That's true. Let's get into it, guys. If Nashville. I'd known you were going to do this, I was going to match your braids. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was thinking you're the only one who could go braid for braid with me. Yeah, next time tell me. I will yeah. match hairstyles. We'll do you. each other. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got nimble <laughs> fingers. <laughs> Did you do that yourself? Yeah. That's impressive, dude. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I get sick of it sometimes. So I just uh. got to get a way to get it out of my face but have it not turn into a giant dreadlock. And oh, how I definitely long, hear you on that. How long does that take? Just like maybe five, ten minutes. Okay. Yeah, how long does it take cool. to grow out? What if Johnny and I want to try to catch up to you Ooh. guys? Like a stop. year from now, could we have braids like that? You have to stop cutting now because you've basically got a buzz cut. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're starting from like maybe a zero. <laughs> Or a one, it's I, a half. I yeah. It's a half. And then Johnny's got hair. a way to go. I would love to see where Zeka go dreadlocked at. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> oh, that'd be incredible. <laughs> so smell. Raw happens in Nashville. We knew Kurt Angle had a big announcement to make. So many rumors were abound. I mean, we talk about it's in Nashville. Is Dixie Carter going to be a thing? Is Stephanie McMahon love triangle going to oh, be a thing? Oh. Thank God, neither one of those two <laughs> things happened. But we will get into it. First off. I think, overall, my opinion, I thought this was one of the most eventful Raws we've had in quite some time. I really enjoyed the heck out of this. I know Marquia and Hobo tend to disagree with me, so I'm looking forward to getting into it. But, first things first, Dean Ambrose hits the ring with the chair. He wants a fight. Yeah. (laughs) Here it comes. Look out, everybody. Yes. Yes. And what was the chair's name? Steely. Steely Dan. Steely Dan. Music City. He lost 75 percent of his audience with one joke. They don't know who Steely Dan is. <laughs> In Nashville, they should. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? It's a little might be. Yeah. It's a little. It's a little older. Yeah. Might be a little dated. Right there, right? I, I loved it. I was cackling yeah. at home. Considering I, love, I love how he um, anthropomorphizes things. Like there was Mitch the plant. Right. Remember way back when? Right. Now there's Steely Dan. All his friends are inanimate objects. They can't turn on him. Mm-hmm. Well, considering a bunch of idiots were yelling what during Kurt Angle's big segment, I'm not surprised they don't know who Steely Dan is. Let's put it that right. way. Mm. Good point. But nonetheless, Dean Ambrose is on fire. He wants The Miz. Well, Seth Rollins hits the ring, and he says, look, I have issues with The Miz, too. He calls him brother accidentally. Dean Ambrose doesn't like it. We're not Ooh. brothers. That was not an accident. No. He no. said that to try and turn him a little mm. bit. Yeah, that was calculated. Absolutely. And that's, that, that's Seth Rollins. emotional to manipulation. I got to tell, before Miz <laughs> even hit the ring, we, we've been talking about how or, you know some people are just kind of tired of Ambrose and Miz, and now Seth Rollins is involved. I thought Ambrose and Rollins, this was the perfect opening. I thought this reinvigorated both of them, in my opinion. Wasn't it I who just said last week that that Rollins had not paid for any of the crimes? Yeah, he had never right. apologized. He never mm-hmm. owned it like a man. Right. And here yeah. he was tonight doing exactly what I said he should. He absolutely stiffened that upper lip and said, "Fine, just bring it to me then. Just give me what I deserve." And Ambrose kind of kind of tipped the hat to that. Said, "Okay, all right, maybe maybe you're somebody I can at least count on sometimes, not all the time." And um, that was it. Was an interesting way to go. And he apologized, yeah. which really that First surprised time in me even more. Three years, yeah. yeah. He actually said, "I'm sorry for having turned on you," which I don't know. <laughs> I've ever seen any wrestler ever do. That's <laughs> what you should do. That's what a man does. That's right. To get the respect from the audience that you want, you've got to own your mistakes and your choices. Yeah, yeah. you do. 
And that's what he did tonight. And I think the audience went a little bit further with him. They also acknowledged their history, which is something that you don't always see a lot of in WWE, playing off of long-term history of the characters. And I really liked that part of yep. it. And I thought that part of it made it very effective that they hit a lot of bullet points of what they've been through together. You turned on me. We did Hell in a Cell. You cashed in money in the bank on me. I love that they played off all that stuff. I think it really helped to deepen their relationship. And Marquia, I think once Miz hit the ring, you know, the Miz Taraj surrounds and the chairs come mm-hmm. in, they attack, they end up destroying them both. I thought this whole thing was incredibly compelling. I thought Miz was on fire on the mic as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I love that Bo Dallas had like pre-muddied jeans, whatever <laughs> sure. it was that he was wearing back. Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to focus on that real quick, I but let me get back to Get those at Forever 21, I don't know. Maybe. maybe. In Nashville, maybe you can did. for sure. Maybe oh, yeah. indeed. But, uh, yo, no, I like this. I like that it was uh, these two former brothers standing in the ring. You know, you had you had one of them, you know, turn his back to be like, hey, just take it out on me. I deserve it. Let's do this. Yeah. So we had that. We had that poignant moment. And then you have these this common foe, these adversaries that are coming out. And, and they're like, yeah, no, we're, we're going to take you both down. We don't care. You know, um, I'm, I'm not uh, the architect or the planner, but yeah. I'm going to take you down mm-hmm. kind of thing. So they had a common enemy. And, yes, they got destroyed by that enemy. But I like where this is going. I don't I know where it's going, though. Segment. That's the thing. I mean, we're approaching SummerSlam. We don't have another Raw pay-per-view, I hope, before SummerSlam. Am I right on that? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I mean, there might be one tomorrow. I don't know. Well, we know Battleground is this Sunday. Yes, there's Good Golly Miss Molly between now and SummerSlam. Good Golly Miss Molly's coming up, that's true. And then Little Richard has one named after himself the following Uh week after that. Um, No, Mark P. Donica, do you know, is there another Raw pay-per-view in August prior to SummerSlam? Just Battleground. Oh, good. So we actually have almost a month with nothing. Yeah. A three-on-two match? I don't know. I'm guessing. Like, it's a three-on-two. It's Miz and the Miz mm-hmm. against week. the two yeah. of them. It yeah. seems like it would make sense to build to a Shield reunion three-on-three, but I don't think that's what they're doing. I mean, they could, though. If they kept it at this steady pace, then it would be a nice payoff, and they would deserve it. Uh-huh. It could be something that we would believe. Uh-huh. They don't need to force a it. A Shield reunion versus the Miz I know. I know, right? It, last time it was against <laughs> Evolution. That was pretty, clim- you know, very, very, that was big. This oh, will yeah. be kind of anticlimactic if you have the Miz and the Miz versus the Shield. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe a triple threat at SummerSlam. Yeah, uh, well. maybe. I don't know. It's it's interesting to see Rollins and Ambrose together because they really do balance each other out. Rollins is a planner. He comes out, he really makes a plan, he executes it in the ring, and Ambrose is a counterpuncher 100%. But just like the the match setup, it was, you guys can face any two of the Miztourage you want. Screw that, I want all three. And uh-huh. Rollins looks at him like, are you high man chilling out, dude? That's not an intelligent plan. That's a lack of a plan. What is wrong with you? Yeah. So I think they balance each other out, and I think they actually could do some good, but I, where the payoff is, I just can't see it. Mm-hmm. I will say this. It was more exciting than what it's been over the last month between everybody. I mean, I think it was, you know, having Seth and, and Dean again. I thought it was compelling. Then, of course, commercial break. We come back. They are rushing out. The Miz and the Miz, Taraj and Maurice, they are bouncing. They have no comment. Miz says, they saw everything I wanted to say, and they just leave the arena. Loved it. Yeah, they, they were skipping town. Bo sure. Dallas was checking his sex constantly. They they were worried about any sort of backlash that they might have incurred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they had <laughs> they had their heads on a swivel, that's for sure. Yeah. And they should keep it that way up to SummerSlam. 
because we all know that Dean Ambrose has a history of jumping out of presents, meeting you in the parking lot. <laughs> camera guy. The camera guy, Teddy which Blair. was epic. Oh, yeah. Love that. Yeah. And now he has Rollins, the planner, that's also trying to get on his good side. So goodness knows where Ambrose mm-hmm. is going to pop out of. And how about the Axeman and Bo Dallas staying busy every week now? Yeah, they got stuff to do. It's working. Look, Nashville's a show business town. They had the mistrust had stuff to do. They had show they had parties to go to. Yeah, or at least maybe an acoustic set somewhere. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Elias Sampson broke his guitar, so he missed a set. Right. That's true. So that happened. Moving on, first match of the night, Bailey taking on Alexa Bliss. Really fun match here. Nia Jax comes down to interject. Sasha makes the save, drop kick into the apron, Bailey to belly for the win. So what's happening now? Is she the number one contender? Who knows? But Bailey takes out Alexa Bliss for the second week in a row, gets a pin. Hey, a pin's a pin. Sure Especially is. over a champ. That in my book, that makes you number one contender. Just Easy. one, just one though. Yeah, two, two now. Well, yeah, That's yeah. that you're the number one contender. Congratulations, you did it. You beat the champ twice. You know what? Absolutely. It still it still hasn't washed out the kendo stick on a pole match out of my mind. <laughs> Just saying, it still hasn't. Yeah. I'm still upset about that. Really upset. You don't mm-hmm. do a pay per view called Extreme Rules and then have these two women going for a title, having a kendo stick on a pole match, which I already kind of disagreed with, and then have it where you know your your teddy bear warrior just folds mm-hmm. you know it was like too too much snuffles and not enough uh, not snuffles was it snuggles the teddy bear not too much snuggles <laughs> and then like not enough um i don't know winning, Chucky. winning? <laughs> <Yeah>. something <laughs> i just i i wasn't on board with it and i i yeah. don't think these two wins have they haven't cleared that for me i need more I need more from Bailey. It's got to be longer term to build her back up, I think. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you know, you can't change the past. You can only really look at the direction that uh, that you're going in, and I think Bailey's going in a pretty good direction. She's bringing the heat to Alexa Bliss. She mm-hmm. really is, and Alexa's on the run. Even with Nia Jax constantly coming out to try and save her, Alexa's running out of room, and Bailey seems to be just, hey, she's got her number. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm interested to see where this is going. But then you have that backstage segment where Sasha's saying, you know, she's she's also got a dog in this hunt, and I'm going, no, no, not not the way Bailey does, no. <sighs> yeah, I do see your point there for sure. Yeah. Huh. This feels like it might be built into a four way at SummerSlam. Well, right. Cause I mean, we, yeah. We, we, yeah. Yeah. Because she, yeah, right. Naya's in the mix too. And they're keeping it ambiguous of what her role is going to be. Is she her, is she Alexa's friend? Is she helping her? Is she whatever? I think, I think we might see the four of them. Well, next week we do have a number one contenders match between Bailey and Sasha. So therefore, one of them you would think is going to be eliminated or is it going to be a messy finish yeah. to where there really isn't and Kurt Angle is too busy hanging out with his new son. To really make a decision, yeah. maybe Braun will come down and destroy them both. Braun will come down and go after the women's title. Maybe he too. just doesn't like number one contenders. Yeah, and Nia Jax takes out Strowman. Wow, yes. Yes. that's a statement right there. there I have no problem with that. That'd be that'd be pretty <laughs> fun. Pretty close. And I'm shocked we didn't have Mark Donica hit the music. There it is. God sakes. There it is. Just imagine him in a tutu. It works fine. It's just fine. Yeah. He can make it work. Oh, yeah. He can pull it off. No doubt. Kurt Angle and Corey Graves backstage. You can see Kurt Angle very, very nervous, and Corey Graves convinces him. He says, look, man, this is the right thing to do. It's going to get out regardless. If you're the first person to say it, people will forgive you. And Kurt says, all right, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to the world mm. tonight. What's it going to be? Even though I just said it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> the golden yeah. age of social media, I think Corey Graves is right. One way or another, it was going to get out. You, you can't stop the flow of information at this day and age. Nope. And people were going to find out one way or another. So might as well step in front of the train instead of trying to chase it and explain yourself. And you yeah. know better than anyone about chasing trains oh, or yeah. stepping in front of trains <laughs> or sleeping next to trains or sleeping yeah. in trains. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And but you're you're train-centric frame of mind. And you survived. That's true. Yeah, I so. do. I got run over by one once. Really? Yeah, mm. I got better. Okay, yeah. what, what Are you sure? <laughs> were, you, well. were you also turned into a newt? But you got better. Well, it was a different time. <laughs> yeah. How many injuries? Uh, to several, many. Who knows? I you, stopped counting. You probably work in cost. I just time. glue myself back together and keep going. And of course, you found a way to make your own glue because we yeah. all be with nature. Horses go missing. Who knows? <laughs> yep. <laughs> we know who the culprit is. Oh. All right. So Titus is backstage with Tazawa and Apollo Cruz. He said, "Look, when the going gets tough." They get rougher, or whatever the phrase may be. So he says, Davari shows up. He wants a match tonight with Tozawa. Bam, we have the match set up. 205 Lifestyle coming up in a bit. But first things first, Kendrick and Gulak taking on Mustafa and Jack Gallagher. And uh, Mustafa Ali, dude, he could fly. Yes. Reverse 450 for the W on Kendrick. Got mm-hmm. And that headbutt. Oh, Jack Gallagher's headbutt. It's yeah. like he's yeah. it's like he's like one of those dinosaurs from like Jurassic Park. Like he locked what? up his spine. <laughs> <laughs> Which dinosaurs? I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Pachyosaurus. I think yeah. Pachyosaurus. Are they British yeah. dinosaurs? Uh, well, they are now oh, because yeah. I, I confirmed that they are. Good. <laughs> Could be. Johnny, it sounds like you're Russian. Take your time. Okay. All the time in the world. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. Okay. All right, Mike. I have no idea that. what reference that is. Is it's, that a Jurassic it's Park? Just, it's no, just it's a just, reference to, you know, what what's in front of your... Your oh. eye oh, yeah. that you can't it's like a magic eye. You know, oh. The longer you stare at it, the more sense it makes. I see it. <laughs> the things. You get that thing you say? Yes, of course. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. and <laughs> didn't Mustafa Ali uh-huh. Didn't wasn't he? A, all right, I, I I don't watch a lot of two hundred five live. I'm going to admit right now, but I'm but I'm I want to. But uh, wasn't he a more? Uh, wasn't he a, a good guy? Wasn't he a baby face before? I feel like when I saw him, he Ooh. was a ba- Mustafa, Mustafa Ali. Ali. Still is. He was tonight, of course. What? He was Are a you? guy. Yeah, he was taking on Kendrick. Who He's still Kendrick, a baby face. It was Kendrick Gulak. and Gulak versus... Yeah. Right. Um, He's still Gallagher a baby face. Yeah, Gulak, okay, very good. Gulak yeah. has the no-fly zone, trying to make a better tool. Yeah. Okay, live. okay, yeah. very good. Yeah. It, it's a little when, murky, yes. yeah. Yeah, when like, in what? doubt, Gallagher's such a face, everybody's a face with him. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just familiar gentleman. with WWE's treatment of ethnic stereotypes. <laughs> so uh, maybe I was laying that on. Maybe, maybe. There's no way they'd let him be a baby face. No, he is, and people are... Good. People are Digging Mustafa. I Good. Mean, 205 Live itself, it's still, and apparently no purple ropes tonight, which I did not notice, but great. Oh, no. I didn't notice anything. Yeah. There's no need yeah. I guess I've just been oh, wow. too trained to see purple, even though it isn't. Yeah. Right? Thank you, Chat Roll, for yeah. letting us know, because I did not notice, but that's a good thing, because honestly, they have to rush during commercial breaks to get the ropes up. It's just not worth it. Yeah, well, yeah it's it's an added it's an added thing. It's a nice feature, right? So it's it's eye catching, but it's not completely necessary. Ropes are ropes. If they're tight and bouncy, who cares, really? Yeah. And the thing with two hundred five live is, you know, there are distinct personalities on that show. I love what Gulak is doing. It's it, Gulak, I should say. It's almost like what he used to do in CZW, where yep. he was campaigning for a better CZW. He's really good at what he's doing with this character. Mustafa Ali is the high flyer. Brian Kendrick is as good on the mic as anyone in the business. And you know, Titus has been a nice addition to help out Tozawa. 
and I, it's it's just interesting to me that 205 Live apparently with the public is still not catching on. And with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. You're the public. Yeah. I am the public. I represent the people. It's yeah. interesting. Why Why do you think that is? Is it just that there's too much too wrestling? Much, maybe. We've, we've just uh, sliced it too fine for everything to also be interested in a cruiserweight show? I think I they know. need to get... I think what uh, would get people more excited about 205 Live is treating the the stars of that show as if they're equivalent to the stars of Raw and SmackDown. Neville's the closest that they get to that, right? Where they treat him like he's a legit singles, uh, uh, tough, fantastic superstar. And they were doing that a little bit with Austin Aries. But mm-hmm. I, think, I think the rest of the guys just sort of all blend together there on Raw, and nobody really stands out the way they're booked, and it doesn't hook you to watch the show. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, they- I, Go ahead. Yeah, uh, they they used to not give them any kind of backstories. Yeah. uh, After a while, people, I felt like people complained or maybe they realized. So then they start giving us video packages, you know, of everything. We started to learn a little bit more about the wrestlers, but they haven't really done that lately. Uh, I guess for lack of time in the three hours, who knows? Yeah. But, I also think yeah. I also think there's there may be something. You know, when when the cruiserweights were huge during the Attitude Era, we would see those guys way back when twenty years ago, right? At WCW started it, we would see those or didn't start it, but they had that big that popular division. Mm-hmm. Those guys would do flips and dives and moves that the rest of the roster didn't do. Mm-hmm. I could see anybody on the WWE roster do a dive out of the ring right now. I could see anybody do that in any match. Right. So so that's part of the hook. Hindsight's I mean, real nice. No one cared about the cruiserweights in the Attitude Area era. They didn't. They couldn't get airtime to save their lives. They couldn't get the audience to pay attention. They were yawning during their stuff. Hindsight's great. But in WCW, now, WCW worked a little bit, didn't it? No, okay. it didn't. Not not to them. Not backstage. Okay. They were absolutely mm. killing each other to their own admission. They would go out there and they would give it a hundred and ten percent in that ring and almost kill themselves every night of the week. From yawns from the audience. Mm-hmm. No one cared. They yeah. didn't care then, and that's just the name of the game. That's what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You're going to go out there, and you're going to tell great stories, and you're going to be underappreciated. That's just and that's cruiserweight wrestling. But it's, just hard. <laughs> it's just right. It's hard to understand because, I mean, Neville has completely reinvented himself and just in my He's opinion, awesome. been one yeah. of the top people in the entire yes. company over the past six months. Him and Aries had the best feud thus far on 205 Live Absolutely. over a good three-month mm-hmm. period. And it's just, they had one of the best matches at WrestleMania. It, I don't have an answer. It's just a bummer because I, I want everything to be compelling and I want people to like everything, but... It, yet it still has it hasn't picked up a buzz. Yeah, right. Yeah. You look how the the company represented them, Aries and Neville, and they didn't. They weren't featured in the DVD. Swept under the rug. Right. They're not represented well. Right. Period. Right. Because the audience, the audience has trouble connecting because they want to see big guys. Technical wrestling, for for a real wrestling fan, for a wrestler, technical wrestling is where it's at. Seeing something that's done crisp and clean, it's mm. it's beautiful and it's beautiful in its specific way. But to the rest of the audience that just watches WWE, they want to see something that just makes them feel. They don't care about how it's done. They just want fireworks. Mm-hmm. They just want your Hulk Hogan's and your John Cena's and your Rocks. It doesn't matter how well calibrated they are as athletes. They just want to see stuff. That's it. 
They don't want little guys. They want brawn. They See, do. I, I beg to differ, though. Look at all the guys that are the cruiserweight size that have been on the top of the mountain. CM Punk, Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan. I mean, Edge, okay, he wasn't cruiserweight size. But still, I mean, there's so many guys that have been there. So and it was. I know wrestling's not a sport, <laughs> but it's a simulated sport. And the the idea of cruiserweights or smaller guys works in other combat sports, right? The biggest the biggest fight by far of all time is. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all this content for you, the listener, free of charge, is our amazing sponsors. Today, Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is one of those sponsors. Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is a comedy podcast featuring brother and sister duo Alex and Christine as they recap dramatic readings of one star reviews written by real people with not-so-real problems. Whether it's a bar's no-throw-up policy, or a barista who's just too friendly, or maybe a school psychologist's fashion sense, reviewers complain about everything. Prepare for equal amounts laughter and eye-rolling. Each week, Alex and Christine cover topics ranging from strip clubs in Vegas, ghost tours in New Orleans, or DMVs in Phoenix. They nobly delve into the cesspools of Yelp, TripAdvisor, and other review sites to find you the best of the worst. Listen to Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcasting apps. You can also find them on all social media platforms at Beach 2 Sandy. It's about to happen in yeah. August. And they're both right. between Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather yeah. and they are comfortably under 205. It's going to be the yeah. biggest pay-per-view of all time yeah. uh, with like these small guys. Like- 50? Yeah, you know, so it works there. Like and it could, be one of the, it could be one of the worst bouts of all time. Yes, oh it might God. be. It's either, <laughs> either going to be... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's either going to be... Uh, was it... Um, Oh God! Undertaker twenty one and one, or it's going to be the Great White Hype. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those are the those are the two I'm choices. Leaning yes. to, and I love the Great White Hype, by the way. Uh, that's, yeah. uh, if you haven't seen that movie, James, see that movie, The Grim Reaper Roper. <laughs> oh my God! It's fantastic. It's a ridiculous movie. Um, yeah, we'll get into that, and maybe I wonder if we we should do like an after show for Mayweather McGregor. Yeah, oh. that'd be fun. Yeah, have the wrestling people that. involved to really give it the context <laughs> it deserves. Really. It's going to be a promos <laughs> they've been cutting. We may as well just cut. Uh, Right in on their action. Yeah, yeah, it already is a pro wrestling match, no, basically. Yeah. Yeah, some of the interviews that I've seen of McGregor do, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. wow, dude. It was getting pretty intense Woo. and a little over the line, but then again, these guys are going to bring in that much money, so that's yeah. kind of... Dana White's laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. The They're just mm-hmm. doing wrestling promos. I mean, they oh, really yeah. are. They're just like, cutting wrestling that's promos. That's what McGregor's been doing for years now. Yes, oh, yeah. that's right. 100%. And he knows it. He's yeah. been trolling the WWE superstars for at least yep. a good year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But anyways, as we move from the cruiserweights, well, essentially to another cruiserweight, Enzo Amore, he hits the ring and he has a lot to say once again. If he gets knocked down nine times, he gets back up ten. Cass thinks just because he threw him 14 feet in the end of the ground that he got rid of him. Well, Enzo says he has not gotten rid of me yet. That's when Cass slowly makes his way down to the ring. Enzo dives out, goes uh, to have a seat outside the... Uh over the, whatchamacallit, the barricade. Yeah. With, with a the, little Enzo fan. A little Enzo. Yeah. yeah. A little Enzo. Enzo. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Mini Enzo. Also his son. Enzo is uh, like becoming like the person you're trying to break up with that just doesn't get that the relationship is over. That's fine. <laughs> oh, man. He's just like stalking Cass at this point. It's like I don't want to have to block you on social media, but it's getting to that point. <laughs> Cass is going to have to get a restraining order on him. But this is the most... Cass, I- Cass walked into it, though. He did. Enzo was just talking in the middle of that ring. He didn't even invite Cass, and yet Cass came down to the ring and shoved his nose in, and it was all a big setup. Now, that's probably the best argument for why Enzo Amore should be a manager. Mm. He's a guy with a plan who can lure people into doing things that they don't want to do and create situations that people want to see. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Well, I'll say this. Uh, this is the most I've liked Enzo in quite some time. The, oh, the fact okay. that he's hitting the ring, he's being authentic, he's being real. Like the way he's delivering, you could like to me, I, I could see a person's thoughts. He's not just delivering what he's supposed to deliver. He's really thinking up there. He's even doing? laughing out loud to himself at all the stuff that has happened. You, you know How what I mean? Doing? And that's why I think he's been the most compelling. And Cass, I just I love what he's doing so far. I mean, Enzo takes a seat, the big show hits the ring, Cass attacks, Big Show takes advantage, and then Cass ends up destroying him, and then a boot to Enzo leaves them both just laid to waste after kicking Big Show's ribs. I just think this is doing a lot for both of them. Yeah. E- even Enzo. Yeah. All three of them. It does yeah. something for me for all three. Well, sure. Yeah. For, this was one of my favorite things on Raw because you know, Vince McMahon has this fetish of he makes the announcers say the full names of the wrestlers all the time. And I could not believe how many times they said the word big during this segment. Because he had to say big show, big cast. They were like big show and big cast. And then Booker was saying big move. And then he, they were hit him with a big boot. And then they cut to Roman and he was like, I'm the big dog. <laughs> I can't believe how many times they've said the word big in five minutes on this show. I think they've broke a record. Maybe maybe that's got to be the new drinking game right there. Yes. Every time they oh, say wow. the word big, you take a shot. Finish the entire bottle yeah, before you, the you, end of the you segment. Might, you might go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen next. That's that's the question mark. I mean, Cass obviously left standing tall. Enzo down. Big Show down. Um, but I dig it. I mean, for everyone who thought that it was over after last week, I mean, everyone was convinced. Oh, no, they're completely, they're moving on. I was like, I don't think they are. I was one of those yeah. people. Yeah. I was yeah. like, it's done. It's over. But I did say maybe, maybe Enzo will manage Big Show, which still maybe could happen out of what we saw here today. Yeah, I mean, he was definitely kind of in that position, even though, you know, he just needed to get into that ring. You know, he just really wanted to taste the bottom of Big Cass's boot, yep. apparently. Well, you know, you you get accustomed to certain tastes, and you literally <laughs> can't live without it, and all of a sudden you're flat on your back looking at the lights. Yeah. 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 Huh. You, you okay? What? No, you good? <laughs> I went somewhere. Flashback. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. You want so, a little more whiskey in that, uh, yeah. in that club? Oh, please. <laughs> yeah, you know. Don't ever stop with the bourbon. <laughs> Champ, sometimes you got to take a stroll down memory lane, and even when it's by accident. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. was definitely the side duck of uh, the segment, so. Mm-hmm. Well, Big yeah. Show was, was laid on his back. He was standing tall last week. This week he's laying down. His nose is bloodied. He's, he's looking kind of beat. He's looking a little haggard. But he fought. I think he fought pretty valiantly. He fought like a street fight. I don't think we've ever seen Big Show work as fast as he had to against Big Cass. Big Cass is a young guy. He's a big guy, so he has to be, get in there and Strong. hit him real mm-hmm. quick. Against Braun, he was Yeah, against Braun Strowman. Yeah, they yeah. had that, a cool that match. That's true. I'd love to see that match. Look, again. Big they Show... want to bring that back. I'm, I'm game. Let's see that. <laughs> big Show, Truth, and, and Goldust are all... I don't know what they're drinking from the Fountain of Youth or something, but man, the <laughs> three of them, all well into their 40s, are still so fun to watch, and I think we we need to enjoy what we got from them while we did while we have it because I don't know how much longer. It's DDP be. yoga, brother. Maybe it is. Works miracles. I don't know. <laughs> and don't party. That's that's a real trick to longevity that you know the the Wolf Pack can teach you. Mm-hmm. Don't party so long, and don't turn your back on the Wolf Pack. Nope, you can't do that. Uh, Roman says he's going to become champion at SummerSlam after defeating Joe tonight. Because guess what, guys? He's the big dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's his yard. Brain. That's it. 
Okay, moving on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 very very yep. solid. Yep. Exactly yeah. what happened. Yep. <laughs> you shouldn't even be here. All right. <laughs> Didn't even paraphrase it. Um, <laughs> locker room, Kurt Angle. He's talking to Rollins and Ambrose. They're kind of arguing a little bit. Angle says, you know what? I have a lot going on my plate. I have to go make a big announcement. How about next week? I'm going to make a tag match. You two versus, I think, the entire Miztourage or two members of the Miztourage? It was. The offer was for two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ambrose upped it to three because uh, why not? Yeah. You know? He'd be the perfect person to like buy something from. He'd be like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll pay you $500. You'll pay me six fifty. dollars Yeah. <laughs> or the other way. Yeah. 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 That way. Five <laughs> Perfect. Give me some of that whiskey. Uh, the spirit of the joke is there. Yes. Yeah, it's bottom yeah. shelf whiskey, but oh, it's bottom shelf. Oh, oh yeah, plastic. Bottle. Tonight yeah. it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, homemade. <laughs> I wish. So, Old crow. And this was another example of why I really enjoyed this Raw. I thought it was very eventful because they're setting up now two matches for next week that they get advertised. This tag match and of course Sasha versus Bailey, which we're about to get to. What before. kind of a match next week? Uh, it's a tag team match. You know it's the Mac Militant. Coming to get it all. R.I.P. R.I.P. You gotta get in there. Mark. 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 Get in there. Get in there, white man. You'll learn. You'll learn. Why did you say R.I.P.? He's still alive. Yeah, he's fine. No, I'm because I'm seeing American Alpha up on the screen. Oh no, that's not. I know, but I'm saying R.I.P. to that. Okay, good. Gotcha. Pretend I don't see that. Yes. Sparing the proverbial lead. So Elias Samson in the ring once again. He can't even get three lyrics of a song out before the very rude Irishman Finn Balor shows up. I'm not Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, very Irish. Sure. That's what I thought. Yeah. Irish. He's not Scottish. He's I was Irish. thinking, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, no. Um, so we do have a match and wow, I, you know, I was wondering, I was like, is this whole feud over? No, it's not over because Samson takes the guitar and honky tonk mans him and wow. really gashes his Man. head. Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot of, a lot of Did the guitar have a name? Did the guitar ever have a name? Bloody. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a honky tonk town. You may as well give him the honky tonk man treatment. Yeah, man. It's mm-hmm. pink Cadillac. I was not yep. expecting that at all. No, like, Elias, at all. Elias, he was, no. He was we, super protective of that guitar in NXT. He never used it. Was super protective about it. He didn't necessarily have a name for it, but nobody was ever allowed to touch it. He never hit anybody with it. But here, out of nowhere, with no sort of. No setup or fanfare. He just blasts Finn Balor in the head and just yeah. rips the side of his head right open. And that's the bummer. But I did love the action because this makes Elias Sampson not necessarily more credible, but a guy who's dangerous yeah. and, you know, uh, maybe a threat to Finn Balor because a lot of people didn't think Elias Sampson was worth feuding with. Well, guess what? I think he's been doing a hell of a job. I mean, inside the ring tonight, Samson looked dominant. Sure, you can't mm-hmm. argue. He's got he's got the power advantage. He's got sixty yeah. pounds on him. It's, he does. It's like here's Finn, and then there. I know. Every once in a while, you're like, oh, Finn's really small. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. he's small, yeah. but he's smooth. So oh, as soon yeah, as yeah, things yeah. start start spinning in his direction, he's able to transition so quickly, and all of a sudden, Elias is on the run, and that's why he grabbed the guitar because he was losing ground so quickly. He knew he was going to lose this match, so he grabbed the guitar to even it out, and he lost, but was on, it was on his terms. Right, but Man. Finn's night wasn't over while he's still trying to stop his head from bleeding. Bray Wyatt hits the Titantron, and I'm not sure where exactly this came from because he just defeated Rollins, but he said, you make me want to hurt you, and I'm going to enjoy punish you, punishing you, Mr. Balor. 
I'm going to hurt you. And that's essentially paraphrasing what he said. Did I miss something? Where exactly did this come from? I don't know. He needs a guitar. He should get a guitar. That's, That's an effective weapon against Finn Balor. I think Bray's yeah. more of a harmonica guy. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> just shove it on. Just, just rake your eyes with a harmonica. Maybe. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, I've never done that before. I'll definitely do that. Oh, well, that'd be a good move for you, yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll be good. I'm a little confused because obviously Elias Sampson and Finn Balor, they're not finished yet. Mm. But now all of a sudden Bray Wyatt wants in. I don't understand. This is one thing about Roy I was a little bit confused with. Bray's a big man. Sure he is. He's yeah. got a big appetite. Uh-huh. His appetite for destruction being larger than the average man. He doesn't just want Rollins. He doesn't just want any one person. He wants mm. to eat the world. Mm-hmm. He, exactly. Yes. Yeah. He wants Finn Balor. He wants somebody with, with some gravitas mm-hmm. behind him. Somebody who's almost almost in the same wheelhouse as Wyatt himself. And he wants to take him. And he wants to either mold him, destroy him, or both. Wouldn't mm-hmm. it be great mm-hmm. if he was somehow able to do that brainwash thing on a Finn uh, Balor and got the demon under control that way? It's, that would be a heck of a thing. I mean, that's yeah. not going to happen. But, but Nay, never say I never. Would, I really can see would, it. Could you imagine well, that, though? So he could possess out? and control the demon Finn yeah. Balor. Yeah. Bray Wyatt could. Yeah. That's really that's, interesting, that actually. Be, I think that would yeah, that would be, be kind of cool. I think that would be very <laughs> compelling because right now <laughs> there isn't a lot happening with Finn Balor's character. The Balor Club hasn't really materialized into anything thus far. No. And Balor, he's incredible. But as a person on the microphone... He has yet to ever really capture anyone's attention, per se. Like, people love who he is, and he's amazing, but I think this could be something to really give his character a whole new perspective, if that were to... Have we even seen the demon since he came back? No. No. We haven't, right? Which is good. Maybe it's probably SummerSlam. It's probably for the best. I don't know. I don't know. It feels like we've been saying it. Hey, it's probably this video for a little bit now. Yeah. Well, I think that adds mystique. Yeah, I do too. I do too. you want to see it. The thing you get to see less and less of, you want to see more and more. So now, when we finally do see the demon... Everybody's going to lose it. And I think there's really some compelling imagery to Bray Wyatt standing over and just having the demon on a chain, like oh, a dog down yeah. at his feet. I think sure. that's that's very compelling. Mm-hmm. I think the audience really could get behind that because they, they want him to be free. They want him to... to do what he does best. Yeah, and then think mm-hmm. about it. Everybody would wait for that day or wait for that match, wait for that time where the demon slips loose. Right. It's well, like, they, it's like, like oh. they did with Daniel Bryan so many years ago now. That only lasted like two weeks. It would last, I imagine, longer, yeah. and I think it would be a better fit. And Virgil. Remember when Virgil finally Joined broke the away family? from the oh. million dollar man? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Most successful run in, in, in wrestling history. He, all, he yeah. also created the NWO. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> That. That's true. Did that according to his social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it was fun when uh, Bray Wyatt had Xavier Woods under control. You know, right before, well, during the compound, oh, yeah. and then when Bray then the was brand scared because Xavier was like scared of them, and he could yeah, let him. Yeah, he yeah. was yeah. just like, oh, mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. like all... hey, dude, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> he is a cult leader. He should be possessing people, right? He's, <laughs> he's more than a cult leader. He's he's bordering on voodoo. Can we all agree that this is the time finally? For Bray Wyatt to start stacking win after win after win, whatever he does yes. at SummerSlam, yes. he has to win. Yes. Whatever he does, have, he has to win. Yes. yes. So I don't care if he's up against Finn Balor. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Bray Wyatt needs to win. Yes. Yes. Agreed. 
Yeah, so. he does. He he needs some wins. The scales have to at least yes. somewhat start coming balanced. Mm-hmm. Sasha and Bailey, they are arguing backstage with Kurt Angle. They both want to be number one contender. They both have a case for it. At least Bailey certainly does. Sasha, I don't really know. But Kurt Angle's like, look, I'm busy. I got a big announcement. So next week, number one contendership match, y'all versus y'all. That's going to happen. Look out for Braun. Yeah, be careful. Braun's going <laughs> to... Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I wanted. But you got to believe Nia Jax is going to get involved somehow, and Alexa Bliss might get involved, so... Who knows? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to say. You're always maybe one moment away from having a friend become an enemy. Mm-hmm. And I think Nia Jax is one of those friends to Alexa Bliss. One bad night, Nia Jax can turn on you, and all of a sudden she's jumping at the bit for your belt, and it's time to run, and that's a four-way right there. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I like that we're having a, a Sasha Bailey match. I love that we're having that, mm-hmm. you know, and we're having it on a uh, pretty good terms. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still both faces and mm-hmm. you know, everything. I still want my Sasha heel turn, though. I still want that because I feel like she would be beautiful. Ba- She'd yeah. be beautiful as a heel. And um, but I know that you have Alexa Bliss right now, and she's like top heel. But if we got that Sasha heel turn, maybe during that match, yeah. perhaps. I, I don't think it would be a permanent state for her. I think mm-hmm. I, it's going to be a, a toughly contested match. Bailey and Sasha have got history on top of history and have fought for numerous championship belts. So I think that in in the moment, in that match, Sasha is going to turn to some of her old tactics to try and get the win over Bailey. Mm-hmm. I think she's not above using some cheap shots and cheap tactics. Oh, I hope oh, so. No, yeah. But mm-hmm. that totally. doesn't that. change at the end of the day that she's she's going to stand with Bailey. Mm-hmm. And it's still going to mm-hmm. be just business to her. Okay. Despite it having a personal twinge to it. Still just business. Well, mm-hmm. then I, I guess at the very least, what I don't want is Bailey holding back in any way. I don't want a repeat of Extreme Rules. I don't care who she's going up against. I don't want to see that again. So well, we're not going to have a kendo stick thing. Unfortunately. Right? No, you never know. <laughs> they need to reach under that ring, get a fire extinguisher or something. <laughs> we'll see. The Revival, they don't care about the Hardys. They're no flips, just fists. And the Hardys mm. have been flipping upside and down all over the place for about 20 years. They're about to destroy that team tonight. But first off, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Donic is killing it. <laughs> I could just see him spinning records. Over the studio. Who says I'm not? I didn't say you were. I said I could see you doing it. No, he literally sees you doing it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. I left the camera on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. X-ray vision. Tozawa taking on Davari, and I love this, actually. Davari systematically taking out Tozawa's left arm. Titus throws in the proverbial towel, and Tozawa is not happy as he walks back up the ramp. So, essentially, uh, yeah, Davari with the win. Very surprising, considering Tozawa and Titus Worldwide has been on a roll. It, it was... Uh... It was an interesting way to get a victory. Davari won. Was he going to win the match? If it weren't for that, we'll never know. But Titus decided to use his managerial uh, gravitas, so to speak, to end the match prematurely for Tozawa. And Tozawa is a is a warrior. Yeah. Anybody yeah. who's ever met Tozawa can tell you hmm. this this man is is a top shelf warrior. He will not give up. He will he will take the loss. Mm-hmm. A loss is is okay by him. It is definitely not his first choice. But at least there is there's honor in the loss. There's yeah. no honor in what happened. 
Well, you know, but Titus had a different viewpoint of hmm. it. And, you, yeah, a loss, you know, a loss is, you know, and as a warrior, I totally understand what you're saying with that. But there's loss and then there's injury after a loss. And, hmm. you know... Davari was going to town, like, really effectively. And Titus was seeing something that Tozawa probably wasn't seeing because he was in heat of battle. So I'm, I mean, not, I'm not saying it's it's wrong what Titus did, but it definitely wasn't what Tozawa wanted. It wasn't what the audience wanted. And I think for the management and the talent to really get along, they've got to be on the same page. And if you're managing somebody and you pull this kind of stunt, you're not going to be managing that individual for very long. Nope. Well, no matter what, Titus Worldwide is going to remain the best-dressed stable in wrestling. Ah, Mr. Rush! <laughs> Muddy jeans, Mark. Yeah, mm, I think Titus Brand's got them topped. Okay. Titus Brand looks good. They, they do. always look good. They may not win. Mm. They always look good. <laughs> and that's all of that's really <laughs> Do they have any trophies? Do they have any awards? They, not yet. they got, not yet. they got to get some Brandsies. Some mm. Titus-sies. Well, guys, yeah. we need to get to this next segment because this is going to be the most talked about thing for probably quite some time. Yeah. Kurt Angle makes his big announcement. Oh. Ah. He ah. says, back when he was in college, which is a good 20-some years ago, he had a relationship with a lovely young lady. <laughs> uh, they broke up, yeah. and she ended up having a child out of wedlock that he didn't know about until just recently and so therefore he wants to not only introduce his son but the newest member to the raw locker room the man known as jason jordan say what say what like yeah say what that's a good day for jason jordan you know what's crazy not a good day for chad gable was i the only person thinking chad gable yeah no i did too yeah i did too i love that it was jordan yeah love it it's it's, uh, it was a shock a shock uh, to to everyone uh, no one knew quite how to take this, but whether you believe it or not, Kurt Angle was driven to tears. He was crying right. in that ring, and yeah. you can't help but feel that perhaps this is true. What does this all mean? <laughs> could, could any of us have fathers that are really, like, important people who yeah. can get you stuff? Well, I know my dad. I don't know if you know yours. So <laughs> yeah, you... unfortunately I do, but it makes me makes me hope. Makes right. me hope that maybe maybe somebody else screwed my mom. Oh, wow. Now, yeah. now is when I should be saying R.I.P. American Alpha. R.I.P. Um... For now. For now. Sure. It, but let's be uh, honest. It was, I think Gable's in it, trouble. It was t- no, he's not. No. Oh, honestly, I don't think don't so. Really? No. Chad Gable Oof. is too good to well, be I in agree. He's, no, he's mm. fantastic. I just don't know if they think he's fantastic. I think he's going to be in the, United, the U.S. title hunt at some point. Mm. I wish Angle would have just kept introducing more members of the roster that were his children. <laughs> I also slept at a one-night stand with another woman. Don't really remember her. The Drifter's my other son. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Just like seven people. And then he Slater has less kids than Angle. <laughs> I love the hug, though. The hug. I love the hug that they had in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Angle cried. That Angle was, was bawling his was eyes so, out. You know how hard it is like, to cry so on command like that as Angle's an actor? Good at it. Angle's very good Yeah, that's true. And he was crying before Jordan even hit the ropes. Yeah, he is a crier. He and Flair are criers. Yeah, Big yeah. time. They're both very good at <laughs> it. Get this, um, I want to say, this pretty well paid off. You know, a lot of times these sort of stories in wrestling, they get set up, and when you look back, it doesn't really all make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, the, the writing of it week to week, 
this made sense, right? Like the reveal of this of Jason Jordan made sense. It fit everything that that Angle had been saying for the most part before. And Corey Graves justified his role in it. He was like, "I knew the whole time because I was buddies with this guy in NXT." The only thing that's a little funky maybe is why Angle is so ashamed of this. Yeah, why would you? Why would you be ashamed of it? You have nothing. This like this. That's a great kid to have. It's a Are great you kidding kid. me? It's like a great that's kid a great to have. Kid. Yeah. It's like that's awesome. Right. It's like I, I kind of wish you'd be like, oh, was there a blackout period during college that I have like a really great kid and they're a wrestler now and I can claim them? No. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, Makes me have something to look forward to when I'm a little older. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of desperate women out there, Johnny. I'm sure you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're on the road a lot. Yeah. I am on the road a lot, and it's usually in my hotel room. Um, Jordan, yeah, I mean, Jordan could have Jordan could have come out and been like, "Why are you so embarrassed of me?" I know. <laughs> What's that, Dominic? Instant heel turn, he attacks Angle. That's yeah, what I was waiting I for. Yeah. I was waiting for that. You abandoned me. I mean, look, I thought it was... Look at the other alternatives. Thank God it wasn't Dixie. Mm-hmm. Thank God it wasn't... The Steph Love Triangle could I, have been so weird. I'm so glad they didn't do I that. Think Thank you is, for not doing that. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, this is yeah, cool. Yeah. It gives Gable something new on SmackDown. It gives Jordan a whole new perspective yes. on Raw. Mm-hmm. I don't see the problem with this storyline. Yeah, it wasn't that scandalous. I mean, and people are saying, like, someone in chat role said, oh, well, why is it scandalous? He's mixed race. Mixed race has nothing to do with it. The reason why Kurt was worried is because he had a child out of wedlock over 20 years ago. He's married with kids now and he didn't know about it so he was afraid of looking like a terrible father. That's what the scandal was and I'm okay with that. Like To me it makes sense and I think it's cool. It's very true that uh, the things that we consider are super scandalous are things that like happen with us so Mm. we're like we will blow it out of proportion Mm -hmm. or something like that. So I mean that could have been part of it. I guess I, for all this build-up. I like that this story led to an opportunity for a young guy with a ton of potential on the roster to be put in a very good position. Jordan's incredible. To become yeah. a star. He's incredible. I really, really like that. You know what's going to be really great? Uh, the first wrestler or the first strew of wrestlers that are just like, you're only here because you're Kurt Angle's kid. Bring yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Seamus. Yeah. Like, how he was, like, just going after Apollo Crews for no reason, just because he was a new guy, and this is, you know, the new era. Yeah. Is this, so, is, do you think this is going to be WWE's version of EC3? Oh. oh it no. would be fun to do some nepotism, some um, Doc Rivers, Austin Rivers <laughs> storylines. Yeah, except you got to remember, <laughs> it, it, with EP, EC3, Dixie had all the power. We're technically Angle's the GM. He's not the overall big boss. Mm. But, I mean, people love Angle too much, if anything. So the better version of it. Right. I guess we'll, we'll really know when, when Jason Jordan wrestles Peter Avalon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. As, yeah, uh, yeah Norm but one of the stories you could tell long term, Jordan could turn on Angle eventually, right? Could turn on his dad. That could be a fun. That could be a fun story. He goes heel yeah. for a while. Uh, I wonder how long of this guy's career. He's such a young guy. Like how how long into his career are, are he, is he going to be presented as Angle's son? Like remember when the Giant first came in WCW and they said he was Andre's son, and like yeah. that then that slowly like faded away. Or when they had Charlotte and then Ric Flair was there for the longest time. Pretend like he's Charlotte's Months. father. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah what was that? <laughs> Think about this. So weird. It, it, could, it could lead to father versus son at WrestleMania. It's it, It's not going to be Shane Vince, yeah. but it could lead to father versus son, yeah. and that's the ultimate way to even really yeah. take Jordan to the next level. Who knows? We're mm-hmm. thinking way ahead of the game, but I thought it was cool. I mean, look, I get it. We all want the big controversial thing, 
But I think this does an amazing thing for Jason Jordan. I think it does a great thing for Chad Gable because, look, American Alpha, unfortunately, did not take off when they hit the main roster. And unless you're going to do a hard reset with the tag team, which there was really no way to do it, why not have them go their separate ways and then maybe at some point they come back together? Um, Yeah, I agree with all that. I liked it. I liked it. I like this as the payoff. I think it was refreshing that it wasn't some silly, uh, I mean, it was really silly and soap opera-ish, but the payoff is, hey, here's a new star, and I think that's great. Right, this allows somebody to actually get a legitimate push. Yeah. And those all, those love triangle things, nobody ends up being better for Right, it. right. Yeah. But this, you know. a lot of mud everywhere. Right, <laughs> Jason Jordan actually gets a chance to step up, and who knows, maybe he's going to bring Chad Gable with him. We don't know. We're assuming he's solo, but why not just bring Gable over? Why not let them both get the rub? Just maybe, yeah, maybe. You need another tag team. And speaking of EC3, after Kurt Angle tweeted today that he had a big announcement, mm-hmm. EC3 tweeted at him, "Are you my father?" <laughs> <laughs> so classic. Okay, perfect. EC3. That's perfect. Moving on, Revival taking on the Hardys, and wow, Dash ruins a swanton. Dawson pins Jeff, not only with the tights, but the shoulder is up. The referee doesn't see it. Oh, those no flips, just fist and Revival getting another W. And the Hardys becoming more broken. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, a little bit more each week. Okay, but near the end, when uh, Matt was running around the ring to go after... Oh, God, I forget who was on the outside ring. It wasn't Dash. I think Dash was inside the ring. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I was like, what? wait, why aren't you saving Jeff right now? They're on two, and you're running around the ring to go after... Well, hobbling around the ring to go after the other guy. I was like, what is going on here? They're just falling. They're well, falling to pieces. The last he saw, Jeff was up on the top rope getting ready to do a swanton. And mm-hmm. so that that was his cutoff as his line of sight. Lo- he lost okay. it because he saw Jeff on top. He's like, oh, well, we got the win. So now I just have to make sure that the other man on the outside, that being Wilder, doesn't actually mess this up. But he already did. But he thought Jeff was already going to fix it, and th- things kind of got out of hand. He just lost sight of the other man. Yeah. And that's okay. tag team wrestling right there. Sometimes you got to have eyes in the back of your head to be able to keep your eyes on what's in front of you and what's behind you to try and get a win out of nowhere. And that's the revival in a nutshell. They are everywhere. They're just the old school in the best way Mm -hmm. as far as the way tag teams go. And there's just something about them that puts them at the top with a lot of other great tag teams right now. And it's good to see them back. And the funny thing is, like, God, they're just smarmy. And they're really good at it. Smug. Smug. Did anybody did anybody see the segment they did in the back be- before their match? Yeah, yeah, the interview. Yeah. Well, no, no, not that, but where they autographed a guy's thing, uh, Forever oh, yeah. the Revival, <laughs> so hashtag FTR. Love it. <laughs> They're taking it back. Good work, gentlemen. Uh, Samoa Joe next. He just uh, essentially says the same thing Roman said, I think. He's going to win. Be number yeah. one contender again. Yeah. Joe's Joe. What does he need to say? Samoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. I'd love for him to be number one contender because I really want him to. Mm. I really want that match again. I, I think that he learned from his one mistake and that he might be able to take him down this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people in chat are not happy with the Kurt Angle storyline. I, really? I don't know what else you guys wanted. What do they want it to be? What are they saying? What do they want it to be? Just say uh, Zeno Hour, who I usually think is hilarious. Um, saying he thinks usually. the storyline usually was, usually no you, you say that on blast Zeno Hour. <laughs> he, he, no, he just thinks the storyline was whack from the beginning. Maybe he just didn't like Kurt Angle being involved in an issue to begin with. Maybe if that's your point, mm. I understand. But as far as 
him having a child who's a WWE superstar, I mean, I think it's cool. Like I said, it helps Jason Jordan out. I don't know how scandalous he wanted this to be. Mm-hmm. Let's think out how disastrous it would have been if Dixie got involved. Or how Now, granted, if it was a Stephanie thing, it could have led to Triple H and him at WrestleMania, but that still would have been a mess. Who, who yeah. Total, that? total yeah. mess. I don't, I don't yeah. want that. That's my point. Is what else, what yeah. else could it have been? That's, no. I just want everyone. Give me your opinions in chat. Well, I'm very yeah. interested to, to know. Best possible scenario right here. We're living it. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think so too. Yeah. And the pedi- like, I don't, yeah, pedigree I, choice of words. I mean, but. I guess it was like a little bit high schooly with the, uh, you know, the texting back and forth and them going to oh, sure. back. I mean, it's all it's silly like, oh, soap opera stuff. Do? What am I going to yeah. do? You know, but yeah. It's I, fun. I, but soap operas are silly. That, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in soap operas, someone's poisoning someone every week. Or something. I bet that segment did a huge rating, a huge number when we yeah. get the rate when we get the ratings. And that's all that matters. <laughs> for them, yeah, they're just yes. trying to sell ad time, baby. That's dollars to them. They don't care about anything else. They're really. selling Sonic burgers, and it's a building, lot of them. Right. <laughs> and it's building a future for Jason Jordan, at least for the time being. And I think that's great. Okay. So there you go. Titus and Tazawa once again. Tazawa oh. not very pleased. Titus says, hey, man, I'm thinking ahead. It's not about tonight. It's about the future. I'm trying to keep you healthy. Mm-hmm. Not wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I disagree with it. If anybody was got a monkey with me like that, and actually, to be honest, somebody has. I And I was as upset as I would be now. Nobody tells me when I'm done. I'll tell you when I'm done, mm. or there'll be a bell ring. Mm-hmm. That's it. No one's going to dictate my future except me, period. And I think there's always in the same place as I am on the same subject. Okay. Well, no I'm, one's going to tell me what to do except me. You are warriors. Absolutely, yeah. mm-hmm. 100%. I completely get that. I'm completely on the flip side of that because I think <laughs> you have to have somebody that you mm. trust to look after your best interests in your corner so that, yes, you can go full out with everything, but if they see that this is going to really hurt you in the future with something, then they have to step in and be like, hey... You have me in your corner for a reason. Mm-hmm. This is the reason. Trust me on this. Mm-hmm. This was too far, so I had to step in. That's why you have that person in your corner. Mm-hmm. So, Very good point. What if Titus right. just immediately started throwing in the towel on all the... On all yeah. of okay, the then that's different. <laughs> uh, his ass gets fired then. <laughs> <laughs> the first submission hold, he just throws in a towel He's every like, time. <laughs> and we all just talked about how you know the ratings for tonight must have been pretty high. I will say this. We have a lot more live viewers right now than we've had in quite some time. Oh, hey, everybody. I'd like to think hey. it's because the four of us as a group is amazing. But oh, maybe yeah. it's because Kurt Angle has a baby boy. I don't know. Either way, Maybe. thank you for joining us live. It's pretty awesome. We hope you're enjoying the show so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, main event time, guys. Samoa Joe taking on Roman Reigns. Damn, this was physical. Hobo, how about that slow-mo of Joe getting that boot to that face? That's that's Samoa Joe. It's Samoa Joe. I mean, really, he can take that kind of lick and still keep going. That's, that's the kind of caliber of athlete we're talking about. You can hit Samoa Joe as hard as you can, yeah. and he can still keep coming at you. He is dangerous, 100% dangerous. His whole body is is a weapon built for survival. It really, it is. That's a perfect way of putting it. It's not built for show. No. It's built for survival. survival. Yes. It really is. Mm-hmm. Built for go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If the winner wins Samoa in this match, they're fighting over who's truly Samoan, right? <laughs> One of them becomes the king of Samoa. Oh, is that what occurs? It, essentially, being Samoan means you're dominant. So okay. Sure. Yeah. Because they remember Roman was questioning, uh, like, like uh, Joe. 
Samoa's Samoan authenticity, basically, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he was I saying, know. I know all the Samoan wrestlers. They're mm-hmm. all my family. You're not one of us, is basically what he said Yeah, to Paul him. Heyman kind of fed into that. And yeah. now everybody's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. <laughs> you know what? That just makes Samoa Joe even more dangerous. He walks around with an 18-year chip on his shoulder. He's been in this business for absolutely 18 years, and he's not been given the respect that other Samoan wrestlers have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that absolutely weighs on him, and it makes him as dangerous as he is. He's not part way. of their club. They absolutely. won't let him in their club. Yeah, you you tell him this, he will tear you apart, because he's been trying to prove that he is as good mm-hmm. as they are his entire life. Yeah. yeah, and he hasn't had that support system that they've had, you know, they've their, had they're up. going up. They've right. had a leg up. Right. He had to, you know, scratch for it himself, you know, tooth and nail. Mm-hmm. And now he's here, he's not going anywhere, and he has a lot to prove, yep. and he's got the weight behind him to throw that into the ring to prove it. This yeah. match had everything. Boots and lariats, submission holes, Roman nails, Joe, and then all of a sudden, bro. Just Man. tosses Joe out the ring, goes after Roman, <laughs> then attacks Toss Joe. Roman like through the through the ropes. Uh, like, he just tossed him tossed from the floor him. through over the second rope. That's like yeah, like, like cornhole. It's hard to hit that target with with that. Like that. Yeah. Man. It was beautiful. I just kind of I just kind of watched that a few times. <laughs> <laughs> just incredible. Joe locks in the Coquina clutch. Superman punched the Braun. Braun then catches Roman, slams him, then attacks Joe. Power slam to Joe. Power slam to Reigns. I think another power slam in there somewhere. So many power slams, and Braun just skidats after that. Yep. Goes back to wherever he's been for the last uh, eight days. We don't know where he's been. He's alive, everybody, first of all. Yeah. We know now that he's alive, so we yeah, can all that. breathe a sigh of relief. He's got that elbow wrapped. Yes. Yeah. Assumed he died of internal injuries. I know. I, but he's, know. He's, he's here. No, the ambulance died. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not salvageable. No. There will be a funeral for the ambulance on Raw next week. Which is fine. It's oh. a great segment. <laughs> well, you know, isn't he justified in all of this? First of all, Roman Reigns tried to kill him. He yes. tried to kill him in an ambulance. He tried to uh, murder him. Yes, it was attempted murder. It was attempted yes. murder, first of all. So he has every right to be mad. Second of all, Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns both lost their matches at Great Balls of Fire, and they're fighting to be the number one contender. Braun Strowman's the only one out of the three of them that won at that pay-per-view. He should get the title shot. I am completely on his side in all of this. Yeah. I don't know why they don't want to recognize Braun Strowman's credibility. Um, I, th- I think he's got maybe some, some management issues, some politicking going on backstage. Maybe he's not the best guy to, you know, rub elbows with everybody. He's not making a lot of friends. And that's the politics of wrestling. It's going to get you matches. It's going to get you not so many matches if you're not friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't think Braun Strowman's everybody's friend, but he's definitely a guy that the fans want to see. They yeah. respect him. The, there's, there's no credibility like standing tall, especially over Roman Reigns. And that's exactly what he did. No matter the shenanigans that happened after the match, he won the damn match. Braun Strowman (laughs) is so compelling and I said it last week, I want Braun and Roman to keep destroying each other family guy style all the way yes. until WrestleMania. Yes. I wanted to get cartoony. I wanted to get, you oh, know, it is. I wanted yeah. I wanted to get Looney Tunes Anvil style. I wanted to go completely crazy mm-hmm. to where we get a massive payoff at WrestleMania and then guess what? Maybe they both stand at the end of that match and say, "You good?" Yeah. 
And maybe they become a tag team or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And there's there's so many other trucks that they can use. It's not just ambulances. FedEx trucks. That's true. <laughs> UPS, UPS <laughs> trucks. trucks. Cement truck. There's so, so many. many there's there's Amazon those, trucks. You know, food truck. Yeah. Let's have yeah. a food, food truck match. <laughs> there's that tricked out, like, Google car that takes the pictures for the Google Maps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hit them with that. Hit them with that. You can pick it up and use it as a weapon. <laughs> I would love to see so Braun on things. Google Earth. <laughs> he is Google Earth. Yes. Oh, my God. That would be incredible. Well, I think this is, I mean, we had a hell of an after show, so in my opinion, that means it was a hell of a raw. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. It was. Aha! Aha! Yeah. Yeah. Johnny, you won them over, Johnny. Won them over. I guess they helped us talking about it. You know. <laughs> Once in a while, I get one in, and I'm so proud. Uh, great show, guys. And I say at this point, uh, why don't we all just put ourselves over? Marquia, go. Uh, yeah, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Marquia McCarty. That's M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Also on Snapchat, Darth Thin Mints. Darth as in Vader and Thin Mints as in Girl Scout cookies. Uh, and then for uh, Marvel Movie News, which I do on our sister network, Popcorn Talk, and that is Tuesdays at 2.30, uh, it is Comic-Con week. So we have gotten a series of uh, Comic-Con merchandise like exclusives yeah. that we will have. Uh, on the show tomorrow. From FactoryEntertainment.com. Exactly, from FactoryEntertainment.com. And also from an artist that uh, has sent us some of his work, and we'll show that on the show. Uh, but along with that, since it's Comic-Con weekend, we are going to dress in cosplay tomorrow. So we will be fully decked out. I don't know if I want to tell you what I'm going to do, but it rhymes with morm. <laughs> Love it. Where's Whoa. Eka? All my uh, social is at Mark Warzeka, M-A-R-C-W-A-R-Z-E-C-H-A. My Instagram and Facebook, my Twitter. Please follow me, especially if you're my long lost son. There you That's go. That's you, Chad Gable. <laughs> Hobo. I'm at your Hobo on the Twitter. I do the uh, NXT after show on Wednesdays right after the show. Best damn show on WWE. I'll fight you for it. I don't care. Buy our shirts, including this snazzy boxcar club shirt at nxteam.spreadshirt.com. I think Friday I'm going to be at Brian Kendrick's Wrestling Pro Wrestling. You can watch that on the Twitch. All right. If I remember that quickly, the Twitch. All right. It's Twitch, baby. Twitch. (laughs) Marky Donica. Hi, everybody. Uh, make sure you check out our, our newest show as a part of the AfterBuzz TV wrestling family. That is Ringside Pop, uh, which is hosted by the one and only Dale Rutledge. Never heard of him. No, yeah, you should meet sometime. I think you guys would get along. Okay. Yeah. Um, so make sure to check out Ringside Pop. The first episode dropped today, and we're doing a season from now until the fall. Uh, and we're going to do every week. It's going to be a mixture of wrestling culture and pop culture. we got some great guests lined up. Kia Stevens, who you may know as Amazing Kong, is yeah. a regular host for the show. And our official for the show, Marty Elias. We've got some great stuff planned, uh, including one this weekend for Comic-Con Weekend. Make sure to check it out. It's Ringside Pop. And then also check out uh, Xbox 2360, our Tuesday Night SmackDown show, Hobo Mentioned NXT, and also our Lucha Underground After Show. Back to you, Johnny. All right. I am at Jay Quas. So two things. The Wrestling and Padre Slamcast has a new home. We are at the stream.tv, our new Twitter handle, and Instagram is at Compadres Show. Brand new episode this week, so please give us your support. And also, guys, I've been hosting this show for almost four years. I don't ask much. I've never asked for anything. You get the show for free. I got a new comedy album coming out. It drops August 2nd, but right now you can order it pre-order on Amazon or iTunes. Go to QuastoAlbum.com, Q-U-A-S-T-O Album.com. If you guys pre-order it, that will put me at the top of the iTunes or Amazon comedy charts when it drops, and that would be like the coolest thing in my 12 years of stand-up comedy. I will legit cry happiness on this show. If you guys go and support me, it's only a couple of bucks. I really think you'll love the album. I'm so proud of it, and I'm not even joking. I'm being serious for once. If you guys could support this album, I would love you to 
death. So please do that. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 